Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest is so accurate in his predictions that he has direct access to top U.S. government officials to give warnings of what he sees happening. How would you like to find out what he sees happening in the near future to the United States of America, the former Soviet Union, and Israel. Are you interested? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love the gift of prophecy. I'm reminded of Samuel. It says not one of his words fell to the ground, meaning they were right 100% of the time. Now, Larry, uh, when did you first realize you had a gift that you knew things that you had no business knowing? Probably four or five years old, and uh, that was my first exposure to me operating the gift. My father had an incredible gift, and uh, so I was, I was raised in that environment. So, you know, more is caught than taught. You know, you were, you were raised in poverty. Yes. Uh, you, you, you had, as, as a young kid, panic attacks, yes. uh, no friends, uh, low self-esteem. Yes. And then at 13, he runs away from home. Uh, and uh, I, I, I guess it's a good thing you didn't find the guy that Elvis Presley found with the big cigar. Uh, yes. Because he's playing in nightclubs. Yes. Uh, and he's doing his own thing. But you knew better. Why, why did you do your own thing? I did my own thing because being raised in a, a, a church, it was a wonderful church with gifts. And it was sort of steeped in kind of, you know, tradition. And there was something in me that said, there's more out there. Nothing wrong with what I got, but there's something creative in me. There's something out of the box in me. There's something I want to do that's different than the same old, same old, or yesterday's thing. I'm, I'm a renaissance man. I'm for tomorrow. I got to do, and I didn't know what that was except... My expression was through music. I thought, well, I'll find that, uh, you know, uh, expression in music. And so I ran away. I was running away from the legalism and the boundaries that locked me in and to a small bandwidth of expression in my life. Okay. In his early 20s, God did not forget about him. What happened, Larry? Early 20s, I... Uh, uh, decided I was only a legend in my own mind as far as a musician. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and God began to deal with me, and I, I gave my heart back to God because uh, I was knew the Lord since I was a little boy and ministered in the church as a little boy. 
but so I, so I gave my heart back to God, and, uh, and I took a, a job as a staff minister at a church in my early 20s. Um, and uh, long story short on this one, it was one of my first encounters with the Lord that set the stage for everything that I am today. I was going to sleep um, one night, and I'd been praying for a long time about the Lord to, uh, to visit me, to, to help me help me find, you know, what's my destiny, you know, because it's destiny by design. We just don't have a, a chance destiny. It's destiny by design. And I thought, what's the design for my life? Why am I here? Who and why am I? What am I doing on planet Earth? What's my call? What's, et cetera, et cetera. I was go- drifting off to sleep uh, uh, late uh, October-ish fall night in Arkansas. And uh, the leaves, you know, were on the ground. The leaves had fallen from the tree. And so you could hear the sound of any crunch of someone walking on the leaves. I heard the sound of leaves crunching under feet uh, in the front of the house. And I immediately thought, you know, maybe there's a burglar in the area. Sure. So, because there had been a report of a burglar. So immediately I was gripped with fear. And I thought, should I call the police? You know, what should I do? Of course, that time I lived in backwoods, Arkansas, call the policeman, stick it out the window, yell police. But, uh, <laughs> so I didn't have a phone. I thought, how will I get the police? And so I'm laying uh, in my bed with the, the bedroom window six inches from my face, catching the wonderful autumn breeze. And as the footsteps turned the corner of the house, I knew it was coming to my window. And at that moment, things changed. The atmosphere changed, and the Spirit of God fell on me. It was the most amazing anointing strong and I, that I'd ever experienced. And I knew I was about to have a visitation from God. I knew that wherever heaven was at, somebody came down from there to visit Larry. And as it turned the, turned the corner, I realized and recognized the presence of Jesus. I recognized the presence of that overwhelming love for me, and et cetera, et cetera. As he came to my window, um, I, there was a figure, but I couldn't see the definition of his face because he was so, clou- so, he was so clouded in glory and in and, uh, actually love. Love like I couldn't see through the, nearly the veil of love. So what happened is everything turned red. The most beautiful living red became an enmity. It was no longer a color. It was a living thing. And that red was the agape love of Jesus. And it hung like a cloud over my bedroom. It came through his face, his body, into the screen window to the top. And it hung thick and it began to fall on me like a mist. And it was liquid, liquid red cloud. And I realized it was liquid agape. It was liquid love. And as I began to breathe it in, as I breathed it in, everything unclean and everything that not right disappeared, and the glory of God began to fill my soul. And I realized at that moment that I was experiencing the, what Paul says, that the incomprehensible love of God, neither death nor height and nothing can uh, to come, things to come, things to pass, demons, angels, nothing can separate me from the agape love of God. So it was my first encounter with someone that I thought loved me unconditionally. Tell me what, what that, what, what that yeah. change, what was it, the contrast? Well, there, there was two things that happened at that, that uh, intersection. It became a tipping point for the rest of my life. And the two things, uh, Sid, was one, was um, uh, I, I was aware of one thing. I was aware that in my life I would make some major mistakes, and we all do. And I was aware of that, but I was aware that no matter what I did, no matter what my mistakes were, no matter how I stumbled, Jesus loved me unconditionally. And no matter what happened in my life, He had already paid the price for it down the road. So as long as I lived, I was covered in an unconditional love by that. So that that set right something in my spirit about being unloved and rejected. And uh, so I was, I was thinking, wow, unconditional. There's no conditions. This, this man loves me beyond imagination. I, it, was, it was amazing. Then for the first time, he said something to me. He'd never spoken. Then he said to this, Larry, look at your hands. 
And, and he said, why did I put your hands on your arms? And I, I, immediately I thought to feed myself, to, to play guitar, to preach, to, you know. And I said, Lord, I don't know. He said, I put my hands on your arm because human hands are an extension of my heart. They're an extension of heaven. And he taught me how to use my hands, how to lay hands upon my hands. And he said, now I want to show you something about who you are. This is what you do. Your hands, you're never to hit, you're never to smite. I've never hit anyone with my hands. I don't shove with my hands. He said, have an open hand, not a closed fist. Live a life of an open hand. You're to affirm with your hands. You're to love with your hands. You're to touch with your hands. You're to bless with your hands. He taught me about how he used his hands to heal people. And then he said this to me, look at your fingertips. And I looked at my fingertips and he said to me, does anyone else have the, the uh, fingerprint that you do? And I said, no, I'm the only one. And I remembered this. He didn't say it, but the scripture of the psalm said, for you are fiercely and awesomely made. That word, I knew that word awesome meant distinctly, uniquely made. You are fearfully and wonderfully and uniquely made, and God has a destiny for you. And I'm going to believe this. We continue with Larry. It's going to unfold. We'll be right back. Right back to It's Supernatural. My passion is for you to walk in divine health 24-7. That's why I handpicked my favorite healing scriptures from many translations of the Bible, personalized them for you, and made them available in this free ebook. I want you to meditate or pray out loud these scriptures over your life daily and witness the supernatural healing power of God's kingdom come upon you. Download your free Healing Scriptures ebook now. We now return to It's Supernatural. I'm, I'm having the most wonderful discussion with Larry Randolph about being who you are called to be yes. rather than being a copy. Uh, talk to that a little bit. Yeah, I realized at that moment when the Lord talked to me that one of the things I was allergic to, if I can put it that way, was sameness. I was born in a world of sameness where people thought that being the same, everybody being the same was seeing the same way was unity. I didn't realize that God is a God of harmonized diversity. Everything in the universe is in harmony, but it's diverse. There are no two mm -hmm. stars alike, no two raindrops alike, no two uh, DNAs alike, no two hair strands alike, no two invertebrate alike, no two bacteria alike, atom, no universe, no star, no, it, nothing's alike in God's universe. And I realized that I too had a unique uh, uh, reflection, and I was the craftsmanship of this one-of-a-kind phenomenon that this great artist had designed. I was a Mona Lisa. You're a Mona Lisa. One time, and I thought, how, how true could that be? Because God is a genius artist. He's the artist of maximum diversity. That means he's incapable of repetition. He's incapable, nearly, or he, uh, he, you don't ever paint two Mona Lisas. You paint one, and that's it. And I realized I am unique I'm real. Because, and I realize that authenticity, my authenticity is what will attract God's friendship, the anointing in my life. And the Lord said to me, you have to be real. You have to be you because I've made you different. No one in this world can do what I've called you to do because they don't have the hardware, the DNA footprint. They don't have the destiny, the design that I put in you. Every person in this world has a divine destiny, uh, a footprint from God, a reflection of God that no one else owns. So if I don't be me, the world goes without seeing that part of God. Okay, you have learned how to bless people yes. by 
giving them permission to be unique. Explain that a little. I feel like one of the, one of the uh, deficits of the church is a lack of fathers and mothers who give permission for people to become. It's called equipping the saints. And we've, we've been whipping the saints. And uh, so, so equipping the saints means that, uh, like your children, you give them permission. You don't tell them you're going to be a doctor like me. I give you permission to follow your wildest dreams and be what God's created you to be. That's what a good father does or a mother does. So what I've done and what I do is I give, I, I ask people, what is your wildest dream? What's God made you to be? Is it a musician? Is it a doctor? Is it what, what unique, what's unique about it? I give you permission as a spiritual father to be everything God has called you to be because because we are steeped in a theology of sameness, we need somebody to break the mold in our life for us to become what God has called us to be, which is different. I'm, I'm going to ask you to pray for us to yes. break the mold of being copies. Yes. It's time for us to be authentic, unique, and fulfill our destiny. Now, you had two uh, encounters with the yes. Lord. Uh, Tell me about them briefly. Briefly, uh, the one counter with the Lord uh, uh, was the Lord, I woke up one night and the Lord, as he does many times to me, stands at the foot of my bed. I don't know why, it's just his favorite spot, the foot of my bed. And he sang to me and he sang this song to me, I have I told you lately that I love you. And uh, it was just amazing. As I, I wept under again the love of God and how much he loved me. And, and he loved me because I'm a unique reflection of himself. As Paul said, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. You know, I'm a piece. Something in me looks like something in God that it looks like nobody else. So he loves that piece of me because that's a part of him. That's an original breath he breathed into me. So as I, as I lay there, he said this to me, Larry, I have to ask you a question. And uh, he said, if you found out tomorrow with a doctor you had a terminal disease, how would you live the rest of your life? And I knew it was a hard question. And I began to weep. And as I did, I, I began to say, Lord, I, I would love people more. I would encourage people more. I would tell my wife I love her more. I would tell my office, have I told you lately that I love you? I, I would have a softer heart. I would forgive. I would, I would not live with a closed fist, with an open fist. And when I got through with this long list, I said I would hold babies. And I even said this, I would dance more. I don't know why I said that, but I would dance with my wife. I would, it seemed like the simple things were the most endearing things to God. And he said to me in this strong voice, Larry, I want you to live the rest of your life like you're terminal tomorrow. And I realize we all are terminal. We just don't know when. <laughs> so tell me that second experience. The second one, uh, after that, sometime after that, the Lord uh, visited me again at the left side of my bed. And he said to this to me, which was a shocker to me, Larry, you're going to be seeing me pretty soon. And I'm thinking, shoot. You know, uh, <laughs> what would you think? <laughs> yeah, like now, you know, my goodness. And he said, you're going to be seeing me pretty soon. I want to ask something of you, a favor of you. And he said, he said, I want you to live a, no, a zero regret lifestyle. And what he meant by that, he said, when you come to see me, I want you to come with no regrets because I don't want to have to wipe tears away from your eyes. And I thought of the scripture that said, and the lamb shall take them by the river, and he shall wipe their tears away from their eyes. And I realized the tears in heaven are regrets for not being what God had made us to be and become. And this is what he said to me. I said, what do you mean by that, Lord? And he said, I want you to maximize every inch of creative space and talents I put in your life. When you get here, I want you to forgive everybody that's hurt you. I want you to live your life with zero regrets. When you come to see me, you can smile out of no tears, and I can say, well done, good and faithful servant. You made a statement to me, yes. and this is so profound and so wonderful that the Lord told you he wanted 
your heart. heart. Explain. Gifts are given. Character is grown in the soul of adversity. He said, when you come to see me, you can't, you can't bring your gift with you because you don't need a word of knowledge up here. I'm here. Can't bring a healing anointing with you. Can't bring preaching. The best preachers in heaven. You can't bring your apostleship. You, only thing you can bring in heaven is your heart and some of your talent because I plan on playing guitar with David when I get there. <laughs> so he said, you can bring your heart. He said, because what you, you've lived in a world where your gift is bigger than your heart. And in heaven, the heart's bigger than the gift. I'll tell you what, hold that thought. I want to find out what God has shown Larry will shortly come to the United States, Israel, and Russia. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Call now and receive Larry Randolph's life-changing book, Original Breath, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Breath of Heaven, plus his prophetic audio CD, Know the Future Around the World. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9238. Through Larry's powerful book, Original Breath, you will discover key insights on how to know your authentic God-given identity. Learn that God created you to be unique from all others with a special God-given destiny and purpose. Understand how to turn all of your failures into success. Larry includes powerful declarations to speak over yourself so you can become all God has created you to be. Through Larry Randolph's two-part audio CD, Breath of Heaven, you will be made ready to receive the fresh wind coming from heaven that will heighten and activate every gift and talent God has invested in you. Learn how to embrace the new Pentecost about to be poured out from heaven. Be propelled into a new and higher level of God's glory than ever before. On Larry's exclusive prophetic audio CD, Know the Future Around the World. He shares what the Lord has given him regarding the prophetic events that are about to unfold around the world, specifically what's about to happen on God's calendar concerning the United States of America, Russia, Israel, and the Middle East. I believe the book, Original Breath, will give you the ability to break through, get it, read it, and fulfill your destiny. Don't miss out on getting Larry Randolph's life-changing book, Original Breath, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Breath of Heaven, plus his prophetic audio CD, Know the Future Around the World. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9238. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9238 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Okay, Larry Randolph has got contacts in high places in our federal government, and they've learned that when he says things, it happens. Uh, give me one example before it happened. A uh, number of years ago when we had the... Uh, Spill in the Gulf, the, the oil spill, the right. environmental, the, the explosion. Two months before it happened, the Lord showed me very clearly that that was going to happen and that there was going to be an explosion in the Gulf that was not terrorist related, but it was going to be environmentally related. It was going to affect the ecosystem and all of the coastlines, the whole Gulf of Mexico. I began to tell the church for intercessors, but in, in addition to that, I already had a contact with, you know, D.C. So I called them and told them, and they, of course, they were very curious about, you know, uh, is this ter terrorist related? And I said, no, it's environmentally related. And, um, and so they said, well, we will 
keep it in, keep, keep it in the file here. Uh, but anyway, so uh, it, it did happen. I'm glad it was environmentally related. What, what did God show you about cancer? It showed me that, that there would be a cure for cancer in my lifetime that would be as easy as taking a pill for a headache. And that the doctors, so wonderful. The doctors would have a breakthrough with it. And everybody would, he said to me, everybody would give credit to the doctor. He said, but the wisdom will come from him. He said, but I'm secure enough to deal with that. <laughs> now, tell me about, you, know, you, you actually were taken in the spirit around the globe and saw what would be yeah. happening throughout the whole world. But tell me about uh, a, a country that's in the news a great deal, uh, the former Soviet Union, Russia. Tell yeah. me about it. I was in the month of September, and it's all on recording and video. I was in preaching. I was taken around the world in my spirit. To, uh, a lot of different places just shown some things. Some of the things have already come to pass, like the typhoon already come to pass. I talked about that and, and some other things. But I saw uh, an angel. I saw uh, coming from heaven, and I saw this giant sword, and it was, it was stuck in the heart of Russia. And as it was in Russia, and this sword was in Russia, I heard the words, uh, the thoughts and plans of man will come to nothing. And so um, I have some time to distinguish between this is exactly what God says and this is my interpretation. I would believe that would mean whatever intent Russia has and in, in, in a sense of any harm or anything that it'll come to naught because God's in control. God loves the Russian, Ukrainian people, all peoples of Europe and all peoples of Soviet Union. And I believe God is going to do a checkmate in that particular situation. Sounds good to me. Tell me about Israel. I saw this was this excited me greatly. I saw Israel, and as I'm looking around the globe, I saw the land of Israel, and I saw it like I was like I was three or four miles up in the atmosphere. And from the dust of the ground of Israel, I saw this image coming out of the dust, and I recognized that somehow my spirit it was King David, and he was fully dressed with a robe on and with a sword, and he was stood up for war. He was ready to war, and he said, and this is what I heard. When David said to Goliath, this day shall God deliver you into my hands. And the scripture said, and he ran toward uh, Goliath. Hmm. And I saw this warring Davidic spirit come out of Israel to take its enemies down. And I heard the Lord say, the safety of Israel shall not be compromised. I agree. Now, briefly, very briefly, USA. USA number of things, uh, but one that was struck me the most was the fact that, that the USA, especially those in higher government, from the very top to bottom, were not only in for a humbling, but a humbling beyond embarrassment. And the Lord has decided to answer the blood of our forefathers in this nation and, to, and, to, and the prayers of the intercessors as He did with Abraham. If there was ten righteous, He would have saved Sodom and Gomorrah. There's so many righteous in this country, and God has heard their prayers, and God is about the scripture says, if you don't follow the rock, it'll fall on you. The rock is about to fall on America in the sense of, I don't mean in the sense of some great judgment, but in the sense of humbling, which would be judgment for those that are humble. And it's going to come from the very top of the government to the very bottom. We're going to see a great humbling. And I believe that's this year and next year and the government of the United States, because God is going to set right some things. Because the Lord said to me two years ago that the United States is going to, has received a period of grace. If Jezebel could get a space of repentance and revelation, why can't we? God has extended grace to this nation. And the jury's out in some instances because it depends on how we react as people of God and partner with okay, God. But, but the humbling is coming. The humbling told. definitely is Now, coming. tell me, would you pray right now for us to be, have permission to be who God called yes. us to be right now? I will do that. I will do that. Father, we thank you. One of the 
most difficult things we have to deal with is we're all born an original, we're all born unique, but the tragedy is most of us die copies. Help us not to fall into the sameness category, Lord. Help us not to copy. We're not imitators of men. We're imitators of Christ. Lord, help us to be what you've called us to be. Help us to be us. Help us to show uh, the creativity that you've given us and help us to disclose every piece of the DNA that you put in us. Lord, I give the men and women watching and the children watching this to be what God has called them to be. Don't be afraid of being unique. Dare to be different. Dare to follow your dreams. And it's just not about ministry. Maybe you're called to be a doctor, a musician, an actor, an actress, a cook, a chef. Uh, uh, I mean, whatever God has called you in this great ecosystem, God needs you to be what He has called you to be. You need to be true. Shakespeare said, to your own heart be true. And I believe Jesus is saying Don't that. To your own heart be, be true. a copy. Be, be an original. <laughs> Larry Randolph wants to help you understand and embrace your God-given destiny and purpose. Call now and receive Larry Randolph's life-changing book, Original Breath, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Breath of Heaven, plus his prophetic audio CD, Know the Future Around the World. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9238. Through Larry's powerful book, Original Breath, you will discover key insights on how to know your authentic God-given identity. Learn that God God created you to be unique from all others with a special God-given destiny and purpose. Understand how to turn all of your failures into success. Larry includes powerful declarations to speak over yourself so you can become all God has created you to be. I wrote Original Breath because in years and decades of ministry, one thing I noticed in the population was a lack of, of creativity, a lack of individuality. And I always believed that we were all born an original, but you know, most Christians die a copy. Through Larry Randolph's two-part audio CD, Breath of Heaven, you will be made ready to receive the fresh wind coming from heaven that will heighten and activate every gift and talent God has invested in you. Learn how to embrace the new Pentecost about to be poured out from heaven. Be propelled into a new and higher level of God's glory than ever before. Larry Randolph has been so accurate in his predictions concerning America. He has direct access to top U.S. government officials so he can give warnings concerning what he sees happening in the future. On Larry's exclusive prophetic audio CD, Know the Future Around the World, he shares what the Lord has given him regarding the prophetic events that are about to unfold around the world, specifically what's about to happen on God's calendar concerning the United States of America, Russia, Israel, and the Middle East. You were created to be an original. There has never been and never will be someone with your exact spiritual DNA. I believe the book Original Breath will give you the ability to break through who God has told you you're supposed to be. And the greatest revival the world has ever had is about ready to come upon us. The two CD set, Breath of Heaven, which will just prepare you for about what's going to happen. And then you're going to know the future. I'm going to tell you something life changing. Get it, read it and fulfill your destiny. Don't miss out on getting Larry Randolph's life-changing book, Original Breath, and his two-part audio CD teaching, Breath of Heaven, plus his prophetic audio CD, Know the Future Around the World. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9238.
call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9238 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. My guest totally demystifies understanding dreams. She teaches how to remember your dreams and how to understand them. And one third of your life will not be wasted on pizza dreams. You will know the truth through your dreams. 